0: Once again, if you're tuning in for Real Life Real Estate Investing, we will have the program. Vina is on her way. She's stuck in traffic right now, but uh, she will be here in just a few moments. So in the meantime, here's a song that might be a little more appropriate for a show like Real Life Real Estate Investing, Nat Cole, Billy May Orchestra, and A Cottage for Sale. Get it? Our little
1: dream castle with every dream gone is lonely and silent the shades are all drawn and my heart is heavy as i gaze upon a cottage for sale the line we were proud of is waving in hay our beautiful garden has withered away where you planted roses The weeds seem to say A cottage for sale From every single window I see your face But when I reach a window There's an empty space the keys in the mailbox the same as before but no one is waiting for me anymore the end of our story is told on the door a cottage for sale But when I reach a window, there's an empty space. The keys in the mailbox, the same as before, but no one is waiting for me anymore. The end of our story is told on the door. A cottage for sale, for sale, a cottage for
2: sale.
3: Maple Knoll Home Health is proud to support programming on WMKV. Maple Knoll Home Health, a home care agency for older adults, specializes in maintaining the health and independence of its clients in their very own homes. More information on Maple Knoll Home Health is available at 513-782-2546. Once again, that is 513-782-2546.
0: Once again, Real Life Real Estate Investing will be coming up in just a little bit. Vina is caught in traffic, and we have a few accidents out there, and so it doesn't surprise me. In fact, uh, several accidents, and I'm sure she's caught up in traffic. So we will have Real Life Real Estate Investing coming up as soon as Vina gets here. In the meantime, we're playing big band songs that are related to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Up next, June Christie on 89.3 WMKV.
4: I want to go back to my little grass shack In Kealakakur, Hawaii I want to be with all the Connies and Wahines That I knew long ago I can hear old guitars playing On the beach at Ho'onoma I can hear the Hawaiian saying it won't be long till my ship will be sailing back to Kona. Oh, great. I want to go back to my little grass shack in Chaotic Cooa, boy.
2: Where the
4: Hoomer Hoomer Nooku I go swimming by. Where the Hoomer Hoomer Nooku Nooku Wapoa, go swimming by. How to pronounce it A grand old place That's always fair to see I'm just a little homesick For my island boy I wanna go back To my fishing point I wanna go back To my little grass shack In Kuala Kukua, Hawaii where the humo humo nuco nuco apoa go swimming by. I'm gonna trade in my shillelagh for a beat ukulele and let the
2: world go by.
0: June Christie at 89.3 WMKV as we fill in for Vina as she gets. Uh, uh, she's going to arrive. We're going to do real life real estate investing coming up as soon as possible. She's stuck in traffic. So, all of a sudden, we're getting requests in for house related songs. George came in with a few ideas. And uh, I think we're going to have more Facebook friends than Vina by the end of this hour. I really do.
3: And more than Bacon,
0: too. Uh, until Vina gets here, here's Frank Sinatra, The House I Live in, 893 WNKV.
5: What is America to me? A name, a map, or a flag I see. A certain word, democracy. What is America? house I live in, a plot of earth, a street, the grocer and the butcher and the people that I meet, the children in the playground, the faces that I see, all races and religions, that's America to me. I work in, the worker by my side, the little town or city where my people live and die, the howdy and the handshake, the air of feeling free, and the right to speak my mind out. That's America to me. The things I see about me The big things and the small The little corner newsstand And the house a mile tall The wedding and the churchyard The laughter and the tears The dream that's been a-growing For a hundred and fifty years
0: Pavement of the city or a Support for WMKV comes from the Real Estate Investors Association of Greater Cincinnati. Presenting an all-day class on social media and web marketing for buying, selling, and renting houses on April 18th. You can learn how to use Facebook, LinkedIn, and other web resources to purchase, sell, and lease properties.
3: Details at CincinnatiREIA.com. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate, brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on 89.3 FM WMKV. And now your host, Vena jones Cox good afternoon i am Vina
6: jones cox and this is real life real estate investing the nation's public radio source for no hype real estate education and today we've got a very important topic marketing for leads nobody ever has enough leads whether you're doing a deal a year a deal a week or a deal a day you probably feel like you could you could use some more of those And I have the nation's most recognized expert in the topic of marketing for leads, Kathy Kennebrook, who has been in real estate for over a decade now and uh, came from a background where marketing was all and so just applied what she knew about marketing out in the sales world to marketing the real estate world and pretty quickly built up a high six figure income buying and selling houses. Joining us from her home in Tampa, Florida is Kathy Kennebrook. Kathy, welcome to Real Life Real Estate. Thank you so much. How uh, are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fabulous. I know we haven't we haven't we haven't talked in a while here on Real Life Real Estate, although I still get comments on the podcast of the show that we did like three years ago <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> about how great it was. And, you know, can we bring that gal back? I was like, okay, fine. We'll bring her back. It's about time. Uh, I want to let folks know too, that they can reach us here in the studio at 772-9658 or at 877-772-9658. Or you can send an email to ask Vina. That's A-S-K-V-E-N-A at gmail.com during the show, which, by the way, is 5 to 6 Eastern time on Wednesdays. For those of you who are listening to the podcast and wondering how people can possibly ask questions live, uh, we do broadcast from WMKV in Cincinnati, and you can listen to the show live at WMKVFM.org. So, Kathy, let's uh, talk a little bit about about how you got into real estate, because it's not like you were brought up in the business. No, not like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, um, my,
7: my background and my degree is in finance, so I spent a lot of years in the banking industry first. Um, and then I kind of got burned out of, corporate, of uh, corporate America, and so I ended up going into the barter industry, which is a little bit different. And what I was doing was putting together deals between corporations, and great job, made good money, but I was never home. And I was putting a hundred thousand miles a year on my vehicle, and you know what that does to a car. <laughs> and um, at that point in time, um, I knew there was something. Out, there had to be something better out there. And one night, I was up late watching one of those late-night infomercials on how to buy houses with no money down. I thought, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if that really worked? And. <laughs> I was lucky that at that particular point in time, the person who actually runs our real estate club meeting uh, in Tampa, Florida, was one of my customers. And I called him on the phone, and I said, you know, what do you think about this real estate investing stuff? Does it really work? And he said, of course it does. Come to some of our meetings and, you know, come to some of our seminars and make that determination for yourself. And um, we spent the first year buying books and tapes and programs and sticking them on a shelf and not doing anything with them at all. I'm sure a lot of our, some of our folks on the program have done the same thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we had spent over thirteen thousand on books, tapes, and programs and had done absolutely nothing. And so we would finally decided that we were going to get off our duffs and get one deal done so we could at least break even and get our money back. And that was <laughs> like several hundred deals ago. So. <gasps> uh
6: huh. <laughs> Uh uh-huh now (laughs) it's an addiction (laughs) uh, to give to give to give folks from some some background you you invest in in the kind of tampa-ish area in in correct i am on the
7: west coast of florida so we um i'm actually in sarasota county so we deal with sarasota county manatee county all the way up to tampa Mm -hmm.
6: and what what kinds of deals are do you specialize in
7: everything um one of the things that I, I know you are a lot like me in this respect. One of the things I have always prided myself on was not to lock myself into any one particular niche because if you do that, you leave a lot of money sitting on the table. Um, you know, you, you reach a deal, and it's not what you're accustomed to doing, and so you walk away, and you leave money sitting on the table. So we pretty much take any kind of deal – Uh, that comes at us. And I deal with a lot of different kinds of sellers. I deal with a lot of different kinds of deals. Um, We do single family homes. We've done what we call here in Florida, wobbly boxes. Not Mm -hmm. my favorite, but we've done them. (laughs) Um, Townhouses, condos, um, I do vacant land. Vacant land is really interesting. So we do a little bit of everything. And I take whatever kind of deal comes at me, you know, from the type of the seller. So we do wholesale deals. I do retail deals. You know I have a lot, a lot of rentals. So we do a little bit of everything. Um, And in today's market, that's really, really important. Um, I'm hearing from a lot of my students, and and I've had the same experience myself, that a lot of folks are are locking into that pre-foreclosure and the short sale in the REO niche, which is great, and there's good money there. I mean, I've, I've done them myself. I do them myself. But you've got, you know, two or three months before a deal closes. I mean, I just closed on an REO two weeks ago that I put under contract February 1st. And so now you've got time in there that you could be, you know, consummating other deals and getting income coming in right now while you're waiting for those other deals to close. And so you really need to have a well-rounded long-term marketing plan in order to make the best income. Mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm. And, and and really, you know, the getting of the leads however you do it, you know, getting, getting sellers who need to sell right. to talk to you is kind of the key to this whole business because, I mean, you had $13,000 worth of education. You had probably learned how to do short sales and how to negotiate and how to do creative financing and how to sell houses. But none of that knowledge does you any good if you don't have a deal to work on.
7: Exactly.
6: So let's, let's, let's kind of start with the big picture here. Since we're talking about marketing to get, uh, sellers in, uh, generally, what are your favorite types of marketing to do? Okay.
7: Um, we do a lot of different things. And I'll, and I'll mention to our folks, one of the things you want to be thinking about is you always want to be implementing between three and five different marketing strategies at any particular time to bring in the highest number of leads. The more leads you have coming in, the better deals, obviously, you're, you're going to make. Um, and we do a lot of different things. As you know, Vina, one of my very Favorite ways to find motivated sellers that none of my competitors know anything about, obviously, is direct mail. But we implement a lot of other marketing strategies um, that are actually kind of like free. one of those like like I was telling you earlier um I just got in the car yesterday cuz it was a pretty sunny day down here in Florida and I and I and I put the top down and and I just drove a couple of my favorite neighborhoods and I, I kind of felt guilty like I should have been like really working although I was
2: <laughs> and I
7: found 34 vacant houses and out of 34 of those vacant houses only a half a dozen of those were were foreclosures the rest were you know everything else. You know divorce situations and and estates and so forth. And I ended up making offers on four of those properties this morning, just simply by getting on the computer and finding those and finding those sellers. And I'll tell you what: since since the internet came about, it's made our business so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so so definitely, you know, vacant houses. Something else that I like to do um, it, it, for the folks that are on the line that are, are just very very beginners. You can go down to the courthouse and get some really great lists of some really motivated sellers that none of your competitors are thinking about, like um, lists of folks who are in divorce, um, eviction notices. You know, there's a lot of burned-out landlords out there, Veena. I mean, you and I both know that. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been days I felt like one. <laughs> <laughs> um, marriage and death notices, bankruptcy notices, so it's really easy just to go down to the courthouse. And simply, you know, and and get these lists um, of of different types of folks that that you can find and and work with very, very easily. Um, Something else our our folks can do is. Um, not, You know, this is something I did back in the very early days. I hire someone to do this for me now. But we still call on classified ads. And what I do, Vina, is I have a specific set of telephone scripts that I use. And we have one person who on Sunday night calls the classified ads in the newspaper, both for sale by owner and for rent by owner, in the newspaper and the shopper guides. And she fills out a telephone script. Well, if you're just starting out, you might want to do that yourself. Um, and I'll just give you a hint the highest, um, the, the time of the week that the highest number of folks are at home are on Sunday evening between 5 and 9 p.m. because we've tracked and tested and tested and tracked, and that's the number. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, so there's just a lot of different ways that you can implement systems to bring you leads without spending a lot of money to do it.
6: Again, I want to remind listeners that you can talk to Kathy about her best marketing tips at 7729658 if you're in the greater Cincinnati area or 877. 877- Seven seven two nine six five eight. if you're listening on the web outside of our usual listening radius or you can send a question to askvina at gmail.com we do ask that you tell us where you are writing from because uh, sometimes depending on your question that does make a difference um kathy i got an email here from uh tony in it doesn't say where uh he says if you're trying to do your first deal and your marketing budget is between 100 and and $150 per month, what can you do? Also, as far as day-to-day operation goes, say it's Monday morning and I have two to three hours before I have to go to my job and I want to work my wholesale business, what would I do that would be most productive for that day? What a great question.
7: Yes, it is. And I, I know that you had mentioned to me earlier that we had this question coming, and I was having a really hard time spending that $150. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Um, i'll tell you one of the one of the first things that he can definitely do um that that my husband and I did in the early days was we would simply you know buy buy the list and folks i'll tell you right now one of the best place to get a list very inexpensively of very motivated folks is to simply go down to your property appraiser's office assessor's office, or auditor's office that's called different things in different states. Um, and ask them for the particular list that you're that you're looking for Um, and what we would do is one of us would address envelopes and the other one would stuff them and stamp them and we always had a box going of letters ready to go out and as we could afford the stamps we would stamp them and send them out so we had something consistent going on all the time Um, I will tell that person do something for your business every single day and here's a couple of other ideas Call on the classified ads like what like we just talked about that 's a real easy way. get in your car every time you go anywhere, whether you 're going to work whether you 're dropping the kids off at school, whether you 're going grocery shopping or to a sporting event, whatever that is. Drive a different route, keep a pad and a pe- you know a pencil in your car, and write down the addresses of vacant properties and then research those later i 'll tell you right now in, in today 's market vacant houses we 're just making a killing on them because Ninety percent of them aren't foreclosures; they're like everything else, and all these poor sellers are getting, you know, left out in the dust. And the uglier they are, the better a wholesale deal you're going to make. Um, so that's one of my, my, another one of my favorites. Um, the other thing I definitely would want them to do is immediately get business cards made. Um, and I priced this this morning because, um, or, or an hour or so ago because I actually have someone that I work with, and I went on the website, and um, a really good bright. For, um, um, business card, you know, with the writing on both sides, it's, you know, one of those gorgeous orange or yellow-green colors, that kind of thing, is about $75 per thousand. And what I would suggest that you do is simply give them to everyone that you meet who might have a home for sale um, or know of someone with a home for sale. And here's one of the things that I did, Veena, was um, I contacted my mailman, the other delivery folks, you know, like FedEx, UPS, and all those guys, um, a pest control company, a cable installer, um, I hung them, I stuck them at the, our local home improvement stores, um, and, and, what I, and I'll tell you, the fellow the that brought me the best leads was the guy that did cable, because he was in and out of people's houses every day, installing and uninstalling cable, and he was seeing vacant houses and knowing people that needed to sell. And what I do about that is I pay um, a finder's fee when I close on that property so the money's not immediately coming out of my pocket. So that's just another really good way to get a lot of great leads coming in. Um, If you've got an hour to spare here or there, get some flyers made. Um, Hang those flyers uh, at grocery stores, home improvement stores. Um, Here's a really good one, Vina, that I've gotten a lot of great leads from. I have hung flyers at storage companies in the office. At storage companies, because if somebody is moving in or out, or they're being transferred somewhere, they got all their stuff in storage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome lead um, source. So those are just some other ideas.
6: Wow, yeah, <laughs> that was that was that was a lot of them. Um, you're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Our numbers here in the studio are seven seven two nine six five eight and eight seven 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 two nine six five eight. You can send us. An email, as Tony did, at askvina at gmail.com. Got a um, little bit of a smart mouth comment here on our fan site at realliferealestateradio.com on Facebook. It says, where are you, Vina? I I, I postponed my cosmetic surgery to listen, and all I hear is fogey music. Yeah, I was late. I know. I'm sorry. Traffic was bad but I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you notice when I'm not on the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, so again, seven seven two nine six five 9658 877-772-9658. I'm talking today to Kathy Kennebrook, a.k.a. the Marketing Magic Lady, about some of her best ideas for getting sellers to call you. Uh, now, Kathy, I know that um, you've mentioned some things that are that are free or close to free Ultimately, most folks move into one of two areas, and sometimes both, uh, either online or direct mail. Now, there is an awful lot of, let me call it noise, <laughs> out there right now about websites and squeeze pages and, you know, all this different stuff that's supposed to make your business run for you, blah, 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 Um what is your experience with online kinds of marketing versus direct mail? Do you have a favorite? Do you, do you use them both? Which gets you the, best, the most leads?
7: Okay, direct mail is going to win it out every single time. But I will tell you that one of the best ways that I have found right now to find wholesale buyers is Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, folks, if you're looking for buyers for your wholesale deals, write that down. I was floored. Um, actually, my son gave me that idea like a year ago, <laughs>
2: um,
7: and I was floored. Um, I mean, I've got a huge list of, of new wholesale buyers now simply because I started posting properties for sale on Craigslist, um, so really on the buy side. But honestly, I I still believe – I mean, I know the the Internet is out there, and it's, it's a really big thing, but you've got to understand that a lot of the sellers that we're dealing with come from a different era than we do. Um, I'm not real comfortable on the Internet all the time. I'm in my 50s. Um, folks who are older who maybe have retirement homes or vacation homes that they now need to sell or a property that they have inherited, um, you know, that they now need to sell, um, you know, or, or their spouse has passed away and they now need to sell a home. A lot of those folks still are not big into the internet, they want that one-on-one kind of communication with the person that they're dealing with, and they're not doing it through through the internet. So, yes, internet has increased um, the marketing that we're doing, but honestly, ninety percent of it is still going to be direct mail.
6: Mm-hmm. And and direct mail has has certain just sort of natural advantages over. And again, you know, I have a website, that but- to get I leads too. i talked talked talk to a woman for 30 minutes yesterday who inherited a house that she wants to sell she lives in florida the house is in northern kentucky so it, right. it, it definitely does work but uh, i think one of the one of the biggest reasons that direct mail is is much more effective in getting leads is that it's easy to find lists of people who right. are in foreclosure are uh um, are out-of-state owned. Out-of-state owners, have, have uh, inherited properties, and so on. It's not easy to or find. Or own their
7: home free and clear without mortgages. And what that means to me is creative financing with those sellers.
6: Exactly. So and yes,
7: the lists are very, very easy to come by. And the, and the other thing, Vina, is that with the, the main difference between direct mail and every other marketing technique out there is the control factor. You can control how many leads you're bringing in, you can control exactly the kinds of deals that you're bringing in, you can control the specific kind of seller that you're going after. Um, so you have a lot more control with direct mail. Thus, you're bringing in higher quality leads and spending less money to do it.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now, Kathy, we need to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing. No, seven... I, I still
7: really like direct mail the best. <laughs>
6: okay, seven seven two nine six five eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight are the numbers to call. Uh, and we're going to take a we're going to. Whoa, I think we just lost Kathy, Uh, but that's okay. We're going to take a break. We'll get her back. Um, The email address is askvina at gmail.com.
3: We'll be back right after this. Support comes from the Greater Cincinnati Foundation, where helping the community can help your bottom line, especially at tax time. Cincinnati has a lot to give. Information at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation's website, gcfdn.org, or at 513-241-2880. Support on WMKV comes from Service Magic. Service Magic is an online resource that connects homeowners to pre-screened remodelers, maids, plumbers, handymen, painters, and hundreds of other home improvement categories at Cincinnati.ServiceMagic.com. Now there's a way to find a licensed and insured home pro for your project. Cincinnati.ServiceMagic.com.
0: Check it on traffic right now. We have an accident northbound 75 at Erlanger in Kentucky. Right three lanes are blocked. Uh, accident Appleton at Madison. North Bend at Woodbine and Chiviet. Uh Northbound 71 in front of the Freedom Center on the left shoulder, which is eastbound Fort Washington Way, by the way. Accident State Route 32 at Little Dry Run Road. And that earlier accident that had Springfield Pike shut down in Wyoming, that has been reopened, so that's good news. Forecast tonight, clear skies, a low of 48 degrees. Sunny tomorrow, high around 80. Then some storms on Friday, and behind that, some cooler temperatures. Uh, sunny each day, through uh, Saturday through next Wednesday, but cooler temperatures, highs only in the 60s. Right now, we're 78 degrees here at 89.3 WMKV.
6: Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Today, I'm talking to Kathy Kennebrook, a.k.a. the Marketing Magic Lady, uh, who is, by the way, going to be one of the featured speakers at the 2010 OREA convention. I know, it's not even until November And we were already booking all the speakers to make it the best possible event for you. I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that when the Fall Fun Drive rolls around. But uh, yeah, Kathy is going to be there teaching on marketing. And we're talking about marketing for seller leads. We're also taking your questions at 772-9658 or 877-772-9658. You can... um, Ask us any question you want, as long as it has to do with marketing or real estate or something like that. Uh, so, Kathy, we were talking before the break about uh, sort of uh, web web stuff versus direct mail stuff, and uh, it, it, getting email addresses of people who are in foreclosure is practically impossible. So, uh, on the web, you have to you have to depend on people to find you to Correct. to to be searching for you know sell my house plus Tampa or something like that. In direct mail, you can put a message right in their mailbox that doesn't just say, like, I buy houses, but says, I can help you with your foreclosure. And you can send a different one to the people who live out of town and say, I can help you with your out-of-town property. And you can send a different one to the people who are who have all the equity in their house and say, you know, if you think it's about time to move, call me before you list because I could, you know, help you do this and give you an income. You can put very specific messages.
7: That is correct. Um And the other thing that I do with my letters is I give the seller a very specific response mechanism so that when I get a response from a seller, I already have most, if not all, the information that I need right in front of me to determine whether or not there's a deal there to be made so I'm not wasting their time or my time. And the way I structure my mailings is when my sellers contact me, they even send me pictures of the properties. So I've got everything right there before I ever make the first contact with that seller. So that's your first pre-qualifying and your first pre-screening mechanism built right into the direct mail piece
6: you're sending out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have a question. We're actually building up a couple of questions here via email. Uh, we've got one here from Sam in Georgia. He doesn't say what kind of Georgia he or what part of Georgia. He says, um, how... How should I contact or work with professionals like CPAs and attorneys to refer leads to me, and how should I follow up with them after?
7: Oh, what a fabulous that's my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically what I did what I, what I did first of all, with regard to um, attorneys, I created a direct mail campaign that we mail out. Um, probably, you know, like 40 or 50 letters at a time because it's a fairly small mailing because you're going to be following up on this one. And this is a marketing technique we've only had to do one time or twice in, in a number of years. So that, that's a really good one that I, want, I would like to talk about for just a minute. What I did was I created a direct mail campaign telling the attorneys who I am and how I can assist their clients. And we, we went to the yellow pages and we mailed them out to specific kinds of attorneys, like like um, marital law, family law, real estate law, wills and trusts, these types of attorneys. We mailed them out once. Two weeks um, later, we mailed them out again. And a week after that, we followed up with all the attorneys who had not already contacted us. And the first time I mailed this, this one out, I mailed out 40 letters, and I got 40 responses from attorneys who still send me deals today. And the thing that's so cool about this, I mean, now more than ever before, folks, you need to be working with attorneys, because I'm not kidding you, Vina. This has gotten really cool. Um, If you're a person of integrity and you do what you say you're going to do, the attorneys will call you first when they have a client who comes to them who needs to sell a property quickly no matter what condition it's in in order for that attorney to be able to liquidate assets. So whether it's foreclosure or divorce situation or heirs or whatever that might be. And that attorney is going to call you first. Well, here's where it's really neat. These attorneys talk to one another. And let me tell you, they talked to one another. And what ended up happening was not only do we have attorneys who are continually bringing us leads, um, we ended up with new attorneys that we'd never contacted before who are now bringing us leads. Then the attorneys also knew people who had money they needed to invest. They just didn't know where to invest it, you know, because the stock market's, you know, terrible and things like that. And so we ended up with private lenders for our deals. Then you have attorneys who are working with folks who are coming out of pre-foreclosure or coming out of foreclosure who were good folks with good credit and good jobs before they got into whatever situation caused that foreclosure. So now my attorneys are bringing me new tenants for my properties as well. <laughs> so I'm getting deals, I'm getting money and I'm getting tenants.
6: And and one of the one of the pieces of advice I'd like to throw out there Sam about dealing with these folks is I've found that 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 in terms of just sheer Response rate—they have one of the lowest response rates. I mean, you know, sometimes you can't even get the postcard or the letter or whatever past the secretary. But as Kathy mentioned, they are—they are the one kind of yes. uh, of of—they're of, not really sellers, right? They're referrers who can bring you multiple deals a year. Your typical seller—he's got one house to sell, and he's going to sell it, and you're never going to hear from him again. The attorney who contacts you one time is likely to contact you four or five times a year forever exactly. <laughs> so exactly that is why those mailings are worth doing because yeah. uh, uh, and, and there's some there's some advanced strategies you, you can get into for those guys like using lumpy mail and you know sending them a sending them a coffee mug with their name on it and your contact information and you know you're not going to do that on one hundred fifty bucks a month. But that gets past the secretaries,
7: right? And now the other thing I also did was I mailed it specifically to the attorney and put personal and confidential on the envelope, and that got past them too.
2: <laughs> yep, Just that'll very work. Very simple,
7: yeah, and and it worked because we ended up you know creating relationships. As a matter of fact, Vina, I had a new attorney call me two weeks ago who is a former state attorney down here in Florida. Um, and said you know hey i 've got this credit line you know of x amount of money do you need would you like more money to fund your deals <laughs> um no you no um yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but he had been chatting with one of the attorneys that I work with on a regular basis, so i 'm telling you these folks are really a powerful resource for you
2: um
7: you know for for deals for for um um Lending and to and, and tenants. I mean, I'm ending up now, you know getting new tenants I'm not even running ads. I'm just keeping lists. hmm
6: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
7: You know, it's great
6: mm-hmm. uh, We have another question here from I'm gonna say it's May Bell and not Mabel because it's B-E-L-L-E uh, in Nashville who says uh, Please ask Kathy what she thinks about door-knocking pre-foreclosures and what you should leave behind when you get no answer.
7: I actually have a CD that I created that I leave behind.
6: Interesting. Um,
7: Yeah, so that's kind of of the way that I do that. Um, I'm not big on door-knocking pre-foreclosures personally, only because I have so many leads coming from so many different directions that it's not the best use of
6: my time. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, boy, but a CD, if, isn't that interesting? <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, if, I, if, I, if somebody came and left a CD on my door, I would have to put it in my CD player to see what the heck it was.
7: I actually have another CD that I use um, for for sale by owner properties. So I have folks who will drive around for me and get addresses of for sale by owner properties, and I mail them this CD. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and
7: it's it's real professional. It's in the clamshell and the whole nine
6: yards. And and, and what I, I know, we're going to get this question. What do those cost you to produce?
7: Uh dollar ninety-five
6: cool. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Uh, again, we're, we're running down to the last five or six minutes of the show here. If you have a question, give us a call at 877-772-9658 or send it to askvina at gmail.com. And, and Kathy, Idaho, I had a whole bunch of other questions for you about about specific marketing campaigns. But um, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've had some really good questions from listeners too. Uh, in terms of like, the motivated sellers that you send things to who are Mm -hmm. your very favorites in terms of like how many deals you get from them
7: Okay, in order of my favorites, (laughs) out-of-state owners, way up there at the top. And an out-of-state owner, folks, is someone who owns a home in the city or county where you live, but they don't live there full-time. And the way you tell that they don't live there full-time is because their property tax bill is mailed to an address other than the property address. Um, easiest way I can put that in. And, and a lot of those are, you know are folks who bought vacation homes or they inherited a property. You know, I, I just bought a property from a gal in Michigan um, a month ago, and she inherited the property from her dad, has had the same tenant in it for nine years, and there's no way she's dealing with being a landlord. and she sold me a $90,000 house for 30 grand,
6: mm-hmm.
7: um, with a tenant who had been in the property for nine years already. Wow, um, Retired military, you could eat off, uh, eat off his floors. Um, <laughs> so out-of-state owners are really awesome. Um, quit-claim deeds for a variety of de- reasons. Um, now, quit-claim deeds is where you're going to find the estate and probate properties. Um, quit-claim deeds is another one that I use for folks who just got married because what happens is the gal will go down to the courthouse, deed the home into her married name. Maybe she'll add the spouse to the deed. Um, and that tells me that she owns a house and maybe he owns a house, and they want to sell one or both and buy one of their very own. So that's, that's just, I mean, there's, there are a whole variety of leads that come from quitclaim deeds, so that's another favorite of mine. Obviously vacant houses. Um, obviously landlords. Um, you know, eviction notices. Those are other types of lists I like. The attorney letter is one of my favorites. I also um, aim, I also target uh, male folks who own their properties free and clear without mortgages because what that means for me is owner financing. Um, you know creative owner financing and the more equity they have in the property the longer they've owned it and the more equity they have in the property the better deal we're going to be able to put together Um, for your folks who live in military areas military transfers is a wonderful way to build your portfolio of properties and do and do a public service at the same time because um, these folks will buy a home off base you know they'll um They'll use their VA certificate. They pay pretty much full retail for it. And then six months later, they get transferred somewhere else. They now have a mortgage they neither want nor need, and they can't afford to write you know, a check for realtor fees and, and commissions and, and closing costs and so forth because they don't have the money. And um, these are ideal properties to simply have deeded to you. And the military will handle everything for you as far as putting a person in that property, collecting the rent, putting it in your checking account every month. So those are killer deals too.
6: Mm-hmm. So wow, that was like what seven ideas in two minutes. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, um, well, an- that's the fastest I've ever covered. That. <laughs> <laughs> got an email here from Janine, who says, "I gotta get back to it here." Uh, the best idea that I have heard today is about high equity owners. But how can I tell if an owner has high equity?
7: Okay, here's the way that we're going to do that. When we buy that list we want the sale date of the property. We want the sale amount and the assessed value. I'll give you a real quick example to kind of bring it home. Um, Here's a deal that I did four months ago. Lady bought the home in 1990 for $80,000. I'm sorry, $88,000. The home is now assessed for $175,000. So you have a huge difference between 88000 and 175000 to create that good deal with that big equity. So sale date, sale amount, assessed value of each property on the list that you're going to be getting. And um, your property appraiser's office can do that for you or your assessor's office. And there are lots of list brokers out there who are great companies that can provide you with the information exactly the way you want it.
6: Excellent. And Kathy, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing a lot of really great ideas about how people can market. Hopefully, uh, you have expanded their minds beyond that whole let's just go after the pre-foreclosure's thing <laughs> because right. there are lots of other deals out there and um as you as you mentioned the 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 a lot of them are are much less worked <laughs> than the than the pre-foreclosure so- short sale thing so uh, appreciate it and look forward to seeing you at the Orea convention in November and uh, those of you who live in the Cincinnati area, don't forget that the Real Estate Investors Association Cincinnati meets tomorrow night. Early meeting is about short-term exit strategies, wholesaling, and retailing. Main meeting is with longtime member Ed Bueller on the value of holding properties. More information at CincinnatiRIA.com. We will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing.
5: The memories, love the memories.
2: I think that I get a clearer picture of it than on what I do on TV. I can imagine what Matt Dillon looks like, and my brother who's sitting next to me can have a totally different picture.
3: 89.3 FM, WMKV, Reading, Ohio. Good evening to you. I'm Tricia Mackey. And I'm Dan Carroll. We have breaking news right now on several fronts. So let's get right to it. Fox 19's Kimberly Holmes standing by with the first story. Kim. Hi, guys. There are
7: four stories we're following right now.